Good morning, everyone. How's it going? So I'm actually traveling right now on the road. Um, but hopefully this stream is coming across clearly. Uh, I'm in a hotel lobby. And I'm really hoping that the, um, the connection is good. So if, if everything sounds good and you can hear me clearly... Uh, for those of you who are watching live, now if you you are watching a replay, um, thank you for watching. But um, any one of these Pilgrim's Progress episodes that I'm doing, um, let's call them episodes for lack of a better term, but uh, I'm doing these live. So again, if, if you can hear this clearly, please give me a thumbs up or like, hey, it sounds good. Like I said, I'm, I'm using a hotel Wi-Fi and I don't want to, um, yeah. I don't want to just be making zero sense because the stream quality isn't good enough. So I don't have um, the the book that I've been using. Uh, it's just a it's a very large book. It's a I love holding that book. It's a very nice book to use. But as I'm traveling, uh, it's a little bit difficult to carry that book along. So, anyways, um, so what I've done is I've uh, I have a online copy, a PDF. It's still the unabridged. Um, it doesn't have um, the extended notes from John Bunyan, but it still has all of the um, all of the scripture references in it. So uh, I'll go ahead and drop a link to that here, and then if you're in Facebook, let's see here. It's actually kind of neat. So I'll go ahead and put a link here on Facebook and then I'll put this in YouTube as well later on alrighty so let's just jump into this and uh, get started so yesterday we finished off with that um, cry from from Christian um, as uh, he is uh, coming to the realization that his condition um, is going to cause him to go to hell. He says that he is now aware of the judgment. Let's see, let me make sure I get this right. Uh, the judgment, and then he asked, he asked, he's condemned to die, and after that, the judgment. He says, I'm not willing to do the first, nor able to do the second. And then this is when God sends the evangelist along to, to uh, point him in the right direction. It's interesting. I read another commentary um, that says the, uh, this evangelist is actually a picture of the pastor, I forgot his name off the top of my head, but the pastor that worked in uh, John Bunyan's life. So interestingly enough. So uh, the copy that I'm reading to you at this moment actually breaks apart these two chapters. So in, in the book that I'm reading, this is continues a chapter, but in the, the PDF that I'm reading, um, they actually have it broken down uh, a little bit further. I'm not sure if that was... John Bunyan's thing, or if that was the um, the publisher's uh, doings. 
So anyways, I'll go ahead and get to reading here. It's Again, we're, we're following up on the realization of Pilgrim. And if you're watching this live, thank you for joining. Feel free to um, leave a comment uh, if you have any questions or have an, a, an idea, a different perspective, or like just to join the show. Um, feel free to reach out to me. Um, I have a link here that I can send you, and you can jump right on here and join join in. Here we go. Then said Evangelist, if this be thy condition, why standest thou still? He answered, because I know not whither to go. Then he gave him a parchment roll, and there was written within, fly from the wrath to come. The... the the man, therefore, read it, and looking upon Evangelist very carefully, said, Whither must I fly? Then said Evangelist, pointing with his finger over a very open, wide field, Do you see yonder wicked gate? The man said, No. Then said the other, Do you see yonder shining light? He said, I think I do. Then said Evangelist, Keep that light in your eye, and go up directly thereto, so shalt thou see the gate. At which, when thou knockest, it shall be told thee what thou shalt do. So I saw in my dream that the man began to run. Now we have uh, some references that are made, scripture references. And as um, if you've been following along, one of the things that I've been wanting to do with this reading of Pilgrim's Progress, uh, Pilgrim's Progress book club, even if you will, um, is stopping at every point there's a, a reference uh, like a scripture reference made or uh, author's notes. I'm stopping there just because if you, I've, I've listened to this book. Um, so I listened to this book a few months ago and it was, it was in a completely new light for me. But when um, I actually started reading the physical copy, I found that there was author's notes and there was scripture references um, that I wasn't made aware of. Some of the criticism that I've that I've heard is that there's, you know, um, you have to be careful not to replace the Bible with the book Pilgrim's Progress, as Pilgrim's Progress is the second most, as according to the sources that I've been seeing, is the second most read book in history besides the Bible. So very interesting. But all that said, there's a plenty of references within Pilgrim's Progress to Scripture. In fact, I'd wager that. If you stop at every point that was a scripture reference made, that you'd be reading um, just as much, if not more, scripture than uh, than the allegories, the allegorical story here. So this first reference he made is the, um, and it seems just like a quote from scripture, fly from the wrath to come. This comes from uh, Matthew 3, 7. Let's see here. And this is, let's see here, when he saw the Pharisees, but when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees came to his baptism, he said unto them, O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? And I believe this use of fly here is obviously the same as flee. Uh, I like fly, it gives it a little bit more <laughs> visual connotation in my head. Um, fly from the wrath to come. Therefore, the man read it and looked. That's what the scroll that he read. Um, 
That's what it said. And that's straight from Christ's admonition to the Pharisees and Sadducees to flee from the wrath to come. He follows that up with bring forth, therefore, fruits meet for repentance. And then uh, the next reference we have, he says, do you see the yonder wicked gate? And that's a reference to Matthew. Uh, let's see here. Matthew 7, 13. I want to say I know that reference, but let me just make sure. Uh, that I, I do this right. Matthew 7, 13. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. It's interesting because um, you've got like an, an allegory or a, a picture within a picture. Um, Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No man cometh into the Father but by me. And then he also says in Matthew 7, 13, Enter ye in at the straight gate. Uh, is there an actual gate that uh, you can enter in at? Uh, no. Uh, there's not a gate you go to. There's not a physical location. Obviously, this is an, an allegory Christ is making to himself. And then to the opportunity um to eternal life is a very, very is, is found in one way in a very there's there's not many options it's found through him and him alone um but the gate that takes you to the world that leads to death ultimately is is uh is wide and easy to get through and verse 14 reads because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life and few there be that find it. And I think that's something we all need to think about a little bit more. Um, this this fact that few few people find it. Uh, you will find as we begin continue reading in Pilgrim's Progress that he couldn't see the gate. He saw the light, right? And uh, he saw the shining light, which is Christ, and he desired that light. But when it came to the gate, uh, this gate that Christ references. The truth is, there, the amount of people who are able to um, find the gate are few compared to the people who don't find the gate. It's very interesting. And this gate isn't a religion. It's not anything else but, a, but the work of the gospel uh, through Christ in us. So uh, let's go here. So I, he said, go to that gate, and it'll be told you what you should do. So I saw in my dream that the man began to run. Now he had not ran far from his own door, but his wife and children, perceiving it, began to cry after him to return. Luke fourteen twenty six is the reference he makes um, at this point. And uh, it kind of, um, th th this specific verse has always been a little bit difficult to understand um, or, or to put into context in my own life but so the, again we see Pilgrim, uh, the Pilgrim his name is Christian as we'll find out he begins to leave and begins to run towards that light but his he had not run far from his own door but his wife and children perceiving it begin to cry after him to return Luke fourteen twenty six, 
It reads, if any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And I would, uh, I would offer that a disciple is a believer. This isn't that the, the um, comparison that Christ is making is not one to just, uh, if a believer doesn't do these things, then he can't also be my disciple. Um, these are one and the same. Uh, if you are a believer of Christ, you must be a disciple of Christ. And you, you can't be one or the other. Um, they're, not, they're not mutually independent uh, in regards to our relationship with Christ. I think that's important to keep in mind as we read many of these statements by Christ in the New Testament. But the man put his fingers in his ears and ran on crying, life, life, eternal life. So he looked not behind him, but fled towards the middle of the plain. Uh, there's also another reference here that looks like I missed. Um, oh, he says, do you see yonder shining light? So this is an, another reference to scripture, Psalms uh, 119, 105. So that's uh, Psalm uh, 119, 105. Here we go. The word is a lamp. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So this is the light that Evangelist was talking about is in direct reference to the lamp that we have been given, which is his word. Second Peter 1.19 is the other reference made here when he says, do you see the light over there? Second Peter, what is this? Second Peter 1.19. We, we have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto ye do well that ye take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Hmm. We've always uh, picture that day star, that that scene in the morning where everything's extremely dark it's in the dark right before dawn and uh just can't see anything all of a sudden that light starts to show up on the horizon and it's like just everything changes everything gets color you start being able to see what's around you and that's truly what uh what god wants to do in our in our hearts and it's how we're able to see so he looked. Uh, so he looked not behind him, but fled towards the middle of the plain. Uh, the neighbors also came out to see him run, and as he ran, some mocked, and others threatened, and some cried after him to return. And among those that did so, there were two that were resolved to fetch him back by force. <laughs> so, he, you get the picture here. He's living in a city. He's reading the Bible. He becomes aware. Of he's, he's reading the scriptures and becomes aware of the burden that's on his back. And he begins to panic and wants to go somewhere, doesn't know where to go. 
and the evangelist comes along and points him in the direction he needs to go. And as he begins to run his and leave behind his wife and his family and his children in pursuit of deliverance and, and, and finding peace and freedom from this burden that he's been aware of because he says, I can't, I can't enjoy this time with you. I can't enjoy time with my family and friends knowing that destruction's coming. And so uh, there's actually, as he's act, he's actually left the city of destruction and no longer lives there, and he's moving towards the light, uh, using the scriptures as his uh, as his guide. There's a couple people that actually leave leave the city of destruction as well. Fall almost. Fall. It seems at first that they were following their his example, but they're actually just left. They actually just left the city just to get him to come back and there's a reference here made to jeremiah chapter 20 and uh verse 10 for i heard the defaming of many fear on every side report say they and we will report it all my familiars watched for my halting saying peradventure he will be enticed and we will prevail against him and we shall take our revenge on him i think we ran oh we went over uh some reference to that yesterday that, uh, as it says here in Jeremiah, all my familiars watched for my halting. Those closest to me, the people familiar with me, were watching to see if I was going to stop. Is this real? They watched with curiosity. And some of them even said, maybe he'll maybe he'll get tempted and, and he'll fall away. And this, if, if he keeps going down this route, this is what's going to happen to him. Or we hope this is what happens to him. And this is what happens in the life of, of a sinner who's recognized his condition begins to leave there's going to be these people and this is what this is what we see in scripture this isn't just a john bunyan isn't just making a an assumption here he's directly referencing here in jeremiah these people who who are close who are close to jeremiah who are who are close to uh, uh him and were wanting him to fail, who saw him leave, leave the city of destruction and spoke against him, defamed him. Um, there was fear on every side and they were waiting for him to fail. This, these, this, these were the type of people that came after uh, Christian here. The name of the one was obstinate and the name of the other pliable. Now by this time, the man was got a good distance from them. Uh, but however, they were resolved to pursue him. And when they did, which they did, and in a little time, they overtook him. Then said the man, neighbors, where far are you come? They said to persuade you to go back with us. But he said, that can by no man means be. Ye dwell, said he, in the city of destruction, the place also where I was born. And see it be so. And lying there, sooner or later, you will sink lower than the grave into a place that burns with fire and brimstone. Be content, good neighbors, and go along with me. He says, where you're staying, where you live, I, that's where I'm from too. Please don't stay there. Come with me. Join me. Let's see, let's look at a comment. Oh, this is on something else. 
So what, said Obstinance, and leave our friends and our comforts behind us? Because that's what that's what the gospel requires. That we that at least that we'd be willing to do, right? Leave our friends and comforts behind us. Yes, said Christian, for that was his for that was his name, and, and that at this point we're introduced to his name. Because all which ye shall forsake is not worthy to be compared with the little of that which I'm seeking to enjoy. And if you go will go along with me and hold it, you shall fare as myself, for there where I go is enough and to spare. Come away and prove my words. Just come with me. Let's go. Where I'm going has nothing. The place that I'm looking to go to has no comparison to this uh, to this city of destruction. Uh, if you had everything in the city of destruction and owned everything, it wouldn't be worth even just a little bit of the city that I'm seeking. Uh, he makes a direct reference here to 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 18. Uh, 2 Corinthians uh, 4, 18 says, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. And how true that is, the obstinate, his friends here, his close friends apparently, because they, they were the only two that actually came after him to get him, uh, were looking at what they could see. And, and here Krishna is making reference to things they cannot see, things that are eternal. He says, where I'm going, not only is there... Not, as, not only is there a prize for me, something waiting for me, but there's enough there for you. If you come with me, there's enough to share. Uh, he's also making a direct reference uh, at this, when he says there's enough and to spare. He's making a reference to uh, Luke uh, 15, 17. Luke 15, 17. It reads, and when he came to himself, he said, how many... Hired servants of my father's bread have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger. Wow, so this is uh, this is what I love about Pilgrim's Progress. He just, and, and Spurgeon said this about um, John Bunyan. He said, if you were to poke him, he'd bleed. <laughs> he'd be, he'd, his blood would bleed Bibline. Um, he would actually bleed the Bible. He said he had so much scripture in him. And I, I just love how Bunyan ties these scriptures into the into the story here. And he's telling his friends, hey, where I'm going, there's not just enough for me, but there's enough and to spare. And that's exactly the same conclusion the prodigal son, the lost son, came to uh, when he came to himself. And he said, man, my, my father, the servants there, they, there's enough for them and enough and enough to spare. Isn't that uh, a beautiful message? I'm going to go ahead and, and end the stream there. At this point, there's a uh, at this point in the book, there's a back and forth, a dialogue between um, Christian and obstinate and pliable uh, that takes place, and uh, I'd like to go through that. Um, hopefully, tomorrow we'll see. Depending where I'm at, I'm traveling uh, through some more country areas so we'll see uh we'll see about tomorrow but my goal is to uh be as faithful as i can with this 
Um, and it's mainly just for myself. So if you're watching, like, what is this guy doing? Or what's the intent here? Um, I'm mainly doing this for myself, getting through the book, talking through it, and uh, just going through. And if there's anyone else that wants to join along, uh, you, the invitation is open. So anyways, guys, I hope you have a great day. It's a Tuesday morning. Hope everything uh, goes well for you today. And uh, to God be the glory, guys. I'll see you uh, see you in the next